Welcome to the Bliss Seekers Podcast. Our podcast is intended to inspire people to discover their true purpose and follow their bliss. We're on every major platform, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube. Please make sure you like, subscribe, hit that notification bell. Thank you so much for tuning into our podcast and please enjoy the show. People are just trying to find places to store value, you know? Mm -hmm. Because, I mean, the dollar is not even backed up by gold anymore. So it's like, I mean, it's just basically, you know, people are conditioned that mm -hmm. that's like the value of, of money. Right. So nowadays you got wealthy people, you got fans, you got collectors that are getting into the hobby because there's a lot of not just fun, excitement, but you can actually uh, invest. You can actually build wealth. Mm -hmm. You can actually have a collection that you can pass on to your kids that could be worth millions in the future, you know? Yeah. So welcome back to the podcast. Today we have a very special show. We're going to talk about sports today. We're going to talk about trading cards. We're going to talk about fantasy football. We're going to talk about the football season coming up and a lot of exciting stuff about sports. So if you like sports, stay tuned. This is going to be awesome. Yeah, I can't wait. I can't wait. Anyways, uh, well, uh, welcome back to the to the show, uh, Jessica. How's yep. it going? Good. How are you? How are you? I'm good. Um, yeah. So let's get right into it. Um, you were talking about uh, Pokemon uh, a few minutes ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a new set coming out, uh, Evolving Skies. Um, it's gonna have like a bunch of evolutions and legendary Rayquaza with a bunch of, like alt arts, and it's uh, it's gonna be pretty pretty crazy set because I th there's obviously over 200 cards. So wow, that's that's a lot for a set. Yeah, there's a lot and a lot of alt arts which are like alternate arts. So it's the Pokemon, but it's like it's different and yeah. those sell for a lot people were pulling some already and they're already like selling for like 600 600 dollars yeah like and they just pulled it like yesterday but it's the market's gonna drop but right now since it's so oh, limited since it's new. yeah yeah because yeah, it was a pre-release thing so oh, pre-release yeah ah, gotcha yeah that's the funny thing about the card industry is um when a new set comes out there's so much hype around it that you could sell it for like crazy amounts of money. Yeah, it's wild. Yeah, I remember when I just got back into the hobby last February, I bought a box of Optic Football. Okay. So Optic Football is really popular for football. Uh, it's expensive. The box cost me like $800 for the box. A, ho a hobby box, by the way. Wow. So there's retail and there's hobby, right? And so retail, that means you go to Target, you go to Walmart, you get it retail, right? Mm -hmm. um, hobby is where the re the, the, the dealers, the, the card shops, they buy it directly and it's a bigger box. You get more cards, right? Okay. So those are the more expensive ones. So um, I remember I bought a box of uh, 2020 Optic Football Hobby and I pulled the Joe Burrow oh, wow. uh, on card. They call it RPA, right? Uh, 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 an autograph card. And uh, it was out of 149 numbered, right? And that card sold for $1,500 raw. Wow. Yeah. So what, what we mean by raw, it means it's not graded because, you know, now, and it, now you know, we use a lot of acronyms and stuff, but let's try to explain them for the true, true, listeners true. who don't understand cards, right? So uh, nowadays in the card industry, you have to grade your cards to get the full value. What grading means, you send it into a grading company like... Um, you know, there's companies like Beckett, there's, there's PSA. PSA is number one. There's all these CDs and all that yeah, kind of MNT, stuff, right? Yeah, there's all these yeah, ones. <laughs> yeah, um, but PSA is the number one uh, grading card company. So um, you would send your card in. It used to cost 10 bucks to grade your card. Uh, let's say you had a card that was worth $50 and they graded it a PSA 10. 
that card would automatically be worth like $150 or $1,500 or something crazy like yeah, that. Yeah, like really um, raises the value of the card yeah. if you get a high grade. I think a PSA 10, they say it 10Xs to 5Xs the value of the card. Yeah, which it's is, crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. And I think most people think, at least since I've been paying attention, PSA grades pretty leniently. If you look at like a PSA 10 versus a Beckett 10, like a Pristine 10 or Black Label 10, like I think um, PSA is supposed to do like 40, 60 on centering. So they seem to be a little more lenient. So I don't know if that's maybe why they're more popular. Um, but yeah, it's crazy. And now it's so expensive to grade cards. <laughs> yeah, that's another thing. So um, like you were saying, uh, PSA, they've been around the longest. They're, they're like the, the gold standard. Like everybody knows them. Everybody trusts them. Um, but, um, you know, last year because because uh, of COVID or uh, COVID 2020, it exploded the hobby. Right. Which is why I got kind of got back into it. Yeah. Um, and what happened is you had thousands and millions, actually millions of cards being sent to PSA mm -hmm. and they were not ready for this type of this type of volume. Right. Like they're, you know, basically everything 10 X, right. Yep. The volume. So PSA what didn't have enough graders. They didn't have enough staff. They just weren't used to like, they weren't ready for this type of volume. And so they just shut down. <laughs> yeah, they said no more. <laughs> yeah, they said no more cards. And it just kind of flipped the industry on it, on its, on its, on its head. And then all of a sudden all the business went to BGS and all the other companies and they couldn't handle yep. it. So they had to like double and triple their prices. So basically, um, if you can't grade your card, you're not going to get the full value for the card. Mm -hmm. And, if you can't get a PSA graded card or a BGS or there's like new companies like HGA, mm -hmm. you're, you're not going to get that five to 10 X value. So, um, so yeah, uh, I, I don't know. You haven't been able to grade cards with PSA, but, um, yeah, it's, it makes it, me sad. Cause I have some cards, like I have a, a box full and an ETB box, the elite trainer boxes you get. Oh, yeah. I have a box full of cards in there that I want to get graded and I'm just waiting until it's not like $250 for one card. I'm yeah. like, okay, I'll just, Wait for you, PSA. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and sometimes it doesn't make sense because when it was ten bucks, and you had a uh, let's say you had a, a card that's worth like ten bucks raw, mm -hmm. and you pay ten bucks to get it graded, and now, now you can sell for a hundred. Well, that's actually, or now it's worth a hundred. That's yeah. actually a good. That's that's economically mm -hmm. a good thing, right? Um, but let's you have a card that's worth you know ten dollars, and you pay, like you said, two hundred and fifty. Uh, you pay. 25 30 75 dollars i mean and it's worth 100 bucks like that doesn't make sense anymore yeah so, you're just losing money yeah now you're losing money so like the hobby's just completely been crazy and like i was going back to my story i, I pulled uh i pulled the burrow rpa mm -hmm. out of 149 on card by the way and that's what that means so uh RPA means autograph card, right? And and on card means that they auto, the player autographed the actual card. Yeah. Because nowadays they have players autographing stickers and then the, the machine just puts the sticker on the card, mm -hmm. right? But an, when the player autographs the actual physical card, that makes it worth more money. Yes. Right? So this was an actual on card autograph. Joe Burrow was like, you know, the biggest, you know, um, the big story, mm -hmm. number one overall pick, right? to the Cincinnati Bengals. So I pulled his autograph and then I pulled a Patrick Mahomes, uh, uh, a downtown oh, insert, wow. which is super rare. So both those cards sold for 1500 each within the first big crazy, yeah. you know, whatever. And I, I was struggling cause I, you know, I was like, man, do, do I sell them? 
Like, you know, because I mean, shoot, I invested $800 and I was sold both for 3000 That's a pretty good That's profit. A good, yeah. Yeah. But then I'm like, you know what? They're quarterbacks. Uh, Mahomes is already proven to be the next baby goat, right? Yeah. Uh, so his cards are only going to go up if, you know, true. If, if you're thinking long term, right? And as a collector, you know, I don't mm-hmm. want to get rid of a card that I know is going to, number one, he's great. He's one of the greats. I think he could, he has potential to be Hall of Fame, right? Um, he's already won a Super Bowl, you yeah. know, um, and uh, and then Burrow, who I, I believe a lot in Burrow, mm-hmm. you know, he's also a quarterback. Uh, and the funny thing, you know, Pokemon, Pokemon's actually better. If, if you're going to get into collecting, by the way, Pokemon would probably be better uh, than sports unless you're just a big sports fan. Because they hold value longer. Yeah, know? definitely. Like Pokemons don't get injured. <laughs> yeah, t- yeah, they don't kind of down go down a hill of like maybe not being the greatest. Yeah. Like really like um, not meeting their expectations. Exactly. And, yeah. They don't lose confidence. Yeah. They don't get into involved into scandals. You know. Which, yep. So you know they hold value, and it's a worldwide, it's a big franchise, right? But um, so I, I didn't sell, and now they're going for about a thousand. So I mean. Uh, that's a big difference, right? Yeah. But this is still raw, not even graded. Yeah. I mean, I think a good tech, uh, at least when I'm looking at it, it's like either you, once you pull it, you sell right away mm-hmm. or you just hold on to it. And like, like maybe even years just holding yeah. on to that and then eventually get it graded and you'll definitely make a profit. But it's just, if you have that patience, Yeah. like you see people that held on to like even the Pokemon cards, like uh-huh. people held, held on to those boxes of like base set or first edition or whatever they're selling for like twenty two thousand dollars yeah it's crazy it's wild so if you have the patience just like hold on and then you know 10 years down the road or whatever it's like boom you're gonna be like rolling in money people are you know it's it, it's gonna i think it goes through trends too card yeah. it goes up and down right now it's kind of it's slowing kind of down, down yeah but it'll go the hype will come back up eventually yeah it, so let's talk about that Pokemon real quick. So the base set packs, they used to sell for three ninety nine, I think, yeah. or four ninety nine at, you know, retail, whatever. Mm-hmm. Those go for eight hundred plus yeah. now. Uh, the heavy yeah. ones they yeah, call Yeah, the weighed it. ones. Yeah. That means that there's a good chance you get a a, a holograph card, mm-hmm. right? A shiny, whatever you want to call it. Um those are selling for over a thousand dollars a pack. It's crazy. So from four dollars, but this is nineteen ninety nine to now i want to slap my younger self like why (laughs) did you open all those (laughs) everything is hindsight (laughs) i mean everything's like i wish i wish you know i wish i would have bought i wish but nobody knew yeah no you know i was not expecting this i mean i guess some people knew well but or maybe they're just they're orders yeah yeah they just want to collect all their sealed stuff but they were truly passionate pokemon people they knew it was going to go up but i don't think they had an idea yeah i was a kid too so i was just like ripping yeah yeah. what i get what i get (laughs) yeah and that's the cool thing about the hobby by the way it's it's intended for kids you know what i mean yeah it's intended for children to get the excitement you know the game is intended for kids but but it's not just for kids by the way especially now because there's a lot of money in the hobby Mm -hmm. you got like business people getting involved you got investors getting involved and uh there's a guy actually his name's called sports card investor i don't know if you've heard of him no he's a he's a millionaire already he he invests in tech companies uh that's his day job wow but now he created this channel called sports card investor he created an app that tracks the the value of the cards he goes to card shows and create vlogs like what we're going to do today, you know, um, and um, yeah, it's pretty interesting. So there's big money getting involved into the hobby. Definitely. You got you got millionaire. I mean, uh, I think Steph Curry's card. Oh, yeah. Just sold for like something ridiculous, like six point five million. million yeah, I think what was it like? 
50% of the card yeah. or 60% of the card. 49% like, of the yeah, card. sold for six million. So, yeah, so... <laughs> Yeah, so someone still owns 51% of the card. That's crazy. Like, that's how crazy the card industry is now. Like, you can buy fractional shares, like stocks. Right, of a of card. Of a card. Like, you know? how does that work? You're like, like, let me just cut this in half here. Yeah, here. I, know. <laughs> I, I think it's basically like a stock. Like it, yeah. Because, you know, all money is basically numbers. Like, mm-hmm. it's all... It's all digital now. Like, there's no such thing. I mean, if you have cash, it's cool. But, uh, you know, I don't know if you've noticed, like, the world's going towards a digital trend. Yeah. Crypto. Crypto, yeah. Fractional shares of sports cards, you know. People are just trying to find places to store value, you know. Mm -hmm. Because, I mean, the dollar is not even backed up by gold anymore. So, it's like, I mean, it's just basically, you know, people are conditioned that Mm -hmm. that's, like, the value of, of money, right? So nowadays you got wealthy people, you got fans, you got collectors that are getting into the hobby because there's a lot of not just fun, excitement, but you can actually uh, invest. You can actually build wealth. Mm -hmm. You can actually have a collection that you can pass on to your kids that could be worth millions in the future, you know? But yeah, so going back to the Pokemon, 1999 to what is to to 2021 how many years 26 years yeah i think because ricky shout out to ricky <laughs> that was the year he was born oh yeah <laughs> right? I remember our last podcast Easy math. <laughs> yeah i'm like i'm like yeah my first internship with the raiders was in 1999 he's like oh that's the year i was born i was like oh, oh great cool <laughs> make <laughs> me feel old even though i don't look it right <laughs> oh. uh but so yeah 1999 yeah um was when the base set packs came out mm-hmm. of the united states right and so that was 26 years yep. so uh, if you would have waited 26 years and you bought a box or a case and you stored yep. it away in your garage or somewhere, 26 years later, those are going for thousands upon thousands, of dollars, yeah. sometimes millions. It's you know? crazy. Like uh, Logan Paul, one of my yep. one of my heroes in this <laughs> industry, right? Logan Paul actually just did a, a big release where he bought a box and he sold uh, for like a, a million dollars or something crazy like that, and he sold. Uh, each pack oh i think i remember seeing yeah, that. yeah to like it, random people or like like they were kind of like known people right yeah like he auctioned it off yeah. basically um and uh, it was like a big break mm-hmm, basically mm-hmm. and uh i think he like doubled or tripled his money oh my god just off of that of right? course he did but they were pulling like old pokemon cards that were worth like each one was worth like thousands and and i mean i mean i think you know every 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 time you pulled something good it was worth at least you know, at least a thousand plus. You yeah. Know I mean? And I think with that too, people are paying to interact with Logan yeah. or just like, it's more than just the cards. It's, you know, the celebrity also yeah. factor in there. I agree with you. I think uh, that you're, you're right on that one because the, uh, a lot of it were business businesses. They, they got a plug, like he would say the name, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, it's pretty smart though. It's marketing, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, Logan Paul, the guy's got millions and millions of followers. His, channel gets millions and millions of views which hopefully we'll get there one day that's our goal right <laughs> yep i uh, gotta start somewhere um and uh i mean if i mean if we got on there and you know he said hey shout out to bliss seekers you know and i, I would probably draw thousands right, of, of, of subscribers and i mean it's worth the investment if you have the money yeah you know what i mean definitely if you understand this business you mm-hmm. know but yeah so um the 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 hobby's going like crazy um you know the crazy part about my collection is it's mainly from like the 90s and the 2000s, which the 90s was like the worst Yeah. for this for, hobby. Yeah. yeah. They call it the junk wax era. So if you're in your 40s or 30s or 50s, you understand what I'm talking about, right? It's, the, it's like the 80s and the 90s where everything was just 
not that great for <laughs> sports right yeah for sports yeah yeah uh, not for Pokemon. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the 90s was great, great for, for Pokemon. Pokemon yeah. The 90s is like the golden era for yep. Pokemon. That's kind of funny. That's a good point right there. Yeah. So the, the late 90s was the junk wax era for sports. Mm-hmm. But the late 90s was the golden era for Pokemon. Yeah. Which is pretty, pretty cool, actually. It's interesting. Yeah. yeah. So maybe, man, maybe I should have been collecting Pokemon. Yeah. Instead of <laughs> collecting Hindsight. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyways, my whole collections uh, from like the 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 80s like the late 80s but pretty much the 90s and mm-hmm. the 2000s the 90s mainly because that's when i was a kid collecting yeah uh, the 2000s i was just kind of like an adult who just kind of like would buy go read buy retail boxes every mm-hmm. year just to collect rookies that's what i did right yeah so i i was fortunate that 2003 was one of the years for basketball so i have a lebron james Ooh, rookie nice. that's worth probably about a, a thousand bucks yeah you know what i mean raw raw you know um and um uh but yeah i mean this is the time you want to collect you know what i mean especially now the hobby's exploding i mean the card industry is just crazy you have like for football you have select football you have prism for backs basketball Mm -hmm. you have you know um, baseball is obviously you know bowman first bowman um and then you have pokemon going nuts right now yeah you know what i mean uh so yeah there's a lot of crazy things happening in the hobby and you know um for my collection unfortunately i have zero i actually have two graded cards <laughs> oh wow okay yeah. better than me i have zero yeah, yeah. okay well there you go right i thought i was bad <laughs> right but I, bu- I bought them graded oh right? okay okay so i bought a psa 9 carson wentz rookie oh okay because i feel carson wentz is gonna have a breakout year because he just got traded to the colts we'll see yeah we'll see right he just he okay He's supposed to have Carson. Come on, man. He's, <laughs> he's supposed to have a breakout year and he hurts his foot and he's yep. out for like a month. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Uh, so not off to the best start, Carson, but we still believe in you. I still believe he in you. He believes in you. Yeah. I'm a Cowboys fan. Yeah. So I'm just like, whatever. Oh, there you go, right? <laughs> he was an Eagles player for a while. So yeah, yeah, he's an Eagles player. So, yeah, you probably didn't like him for a long yeah. time. Right. It's funny you say that because uh, I do. Uh, my friend Nuri, shout out to Nuri. Uh, he does rip and ships for a Facebook group. Nice. And he's an Eagles fan, and there's a Cowboys fan, and then they're always fighting. Fighting, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. It's funny, oh, yeah. Yep, um, yep, yep. But yeah, so um, <laughs> what was I talking about before this? Your uh, what graded cards you bought? Oh, yeah, graded cards. Thank you. Got you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Had a senior moment, right? <laughs> uh, so yes, yeah, so I got two graded cards. I have the Carson Wentz. I think it's a PSA nine. Okay. Uh, uh, Donruss rated rookie, uh, ho- uh, silver or like a hollow, right? Okay. And then I have a Trey Young. This is how, this is how dumb I was when I got back into the hobby. Oh no! I bought his second year card. I thought it was his rookie card. Oh, By no. the way, if I would have bought his rookie, that would have been a great because this is when all his cards were down. Mm-hmm. This was in the beginning of the year. The Hawks were not doing well. Trey Young was not doing well, and I was like, yeah, I'm gonna buy his rookie card. Oh no. I bought a second year card. Oh. It's a PSA 10. <laughs> but at least you got yeah, that going yeah. for you. <laughs> I got, okay, so I bought a second year card, so it's not a rookie card, right? But I bought a PSA 10 uh, Prism Silver card. Um, but if I would have bought his rookie card, his rookie card skyrocketed because the Hawks made it all the way to the, the championship, you know, yep. the, the fi- not the finals, but, but the, the, yeah, the, the, the semis, Eastern Conference finals, finals or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And Trey Young just balled out. Mm hmm. Uh, but yeah, so anyways, I, that's my second card. This is, um, is 2019, 2020, 
uh, Prism Silver PSA 10. Oh, wow. Look at you. <laughs> yeah, that went up a little bit, but not as much as the rookie <laughs> cards, right? By oh. the way, that's a little tip right there for you collectors out there. Um, it's kind of like stocks. You got to buy the players that you believe in yep. when their cards are down, you know? It's true. And if you buy them when they're down, and let's say that something happens like Devin Booker and Trey Young were probably two guys that yeah. did not have good starts to the season. They actually were not having that great of a season. And then late in the season, they caught fire. Both their teams caught fire. The Suns made it all the way to the finals, yeah. right? Um, and, and then they ended up losing to to Giannis and the Bucks, which mm-hmm. I love Giannis, one of my favorite players. I have He's some, awesome. I love some him. of his cards. I don't have any of his rookie cards, but I have some of his good cards, right? And, um, you know, the Hawks made it all the way to the end and lost to Giannis again, too, yep. right? <laughs> yeah. So Giannis would have been some good cards as well. Yeah. I mean, it's like it's literally gambling. You got to, you yeah. know, gamble on who you think is going to succeed it's like fantasy football right when you're drafting your players you're like gam like oh should i take this person are they going to have a good season so yeah it's it's a risk and reward for sure with cards yeah it's true and and, you know i I don't like gambling they say but i think everybody kind of has that little gambler in them right and you always want to root for like the underdog you're like i'm I'm gonna pick this guy because i think you know i'm gonna cheer for this guy maybe he'll have a breakout season you know you always want to root for the underdog or the guy that doesn't get as much hype around him it's true um and then also too like we're talking about right now, you have to treat uh, collecting if you want to collect it this way. I mean, you can be a collector. I mean, there's nothing yeah, wrong. Yeah, anyway. There's no, yeah, there's nothing wrong with collecting your favorite player, even though those cards are worth nothing, right? Mm-hmm. Or, or their cards are worth nothing because they got soccer cards and they have really good female soccer players. Yeah, they don't sell for a lot. Yeah, actually, some of them do. Well, like maybe like if they're, if they're like superstars like alex morgan yeah. maybe or yeah uh, maybe abby wambach i'm not sure she's retired yeah. now but you know like the bigger name stars yeah but the, only the big name stars right? yeah. yeah but i i collect the and the national women's soccer league cards oh, okay. so i went and collected those and i'm sure they go for like maybe one cent but yeah. i love them yeah so i want to support support the girls yeah and that's the cool thing about the hobby is like you know you can collect if you just like the player you know mm-hmm. what i mean or if you just like the team or whatever and the way the cards are nowadays that like they're glossy and you got all these cool inserts yeah. and all that stuff. So th- and you got autographs, you know, like, so it makes it more fun, you know, because mm-hmm. it is a really that's for me. I don't know. We could talk about this, but my favorite part of the hobby is ripping, ripping boxes. It's right? the anticipation. Like, yeah. what if I get this autograph? Yeah. Holographic, like card like for sports or even like get that charizard it's just like so fun to just go and you get that hype of like oh i'm gonna (laughs) get it by the way so for those that don't understand what i'm talking about when i say ripping i don't mean like ripping the box like yeah please don't do that no don't do that right (laughs) ripping means opening them but like you rip open the pack right so we call ripping sealed wax sealed wax is a box that has Mm -hmm. like the they usually come with like cellophane uh wrap which means they're legit Mm -hmm. means not 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 open not fake uh so that's my favorite thing to do, it's to fun. be honest. Yeah. And that's actually probably the worst financial to do because yeah. <laughs> you pay a lot of money for the box. Unless you get it retail. Yes. But, and we'll talk, we, let's talk about that in a minute. But unless you get the box retail, which means you go to Target, you get it for $19. Whatever, yeah. yeah the, whatever whatever the retail price mm-hmm. is, then it's okay because you're actually paying a good value, right? Mm-hmm. But if you go get a uh, hobby sealed box, like yeah, market did, price, yeah. yeah. Uh, unless you pull those two cards like I did, which I mean, I turned eight hundred dollars into at least a two thousand. Yeah, potentially. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Plus, I got so many other rookies, like mm-hmm. the other y- rookies, like C.D. Lamb, and nice. you know, um, oh man, I'm drawing a blank. Uh, uh, 
the the running back on the Ravens. Uh, oh, uh, it's not J.K. Dobbins. J.K. Dobbins. There you okay. go. Thank you. Appreciate that. Yep. J.K. Dobbins. I got a bunch of really good rookies, the uh, Herberts and all that kind of stuff. Nice. You know. Um, wait, did I get a Herbert? No, I didn't get a no, Herbert. Okay. Yeah, I think you would have. I would have been more excited yeah, about the Herbie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get a Herbie, but I got a Burrow, right? And by the way, Burrow's actually uh, gonna be ready for the start of the season. He that's blew exciting. out his knee pretty. Oh, bad. that's right. That's yeah, right. I remember yeah. that. Yeah. So um, I feel bad. That was the worst thing that could happen. That to was the young really rough to yeah. watch. Yeah, that's you the never worst. wish that yeah. on someone, especially a, quarter, a young quarterback. Mm-hmm. Even like when Dak got hurt. Oh, that yeah. Prescott, it's yeah. like, oh, it's heartbreaking. Yeah, it's a, you never want to wish that on a young player. Mm-hmm. So anyways, um, if you buy a sealed wax retail, which means boxes of cards at Target or Walmart, right? Then it's good to rip. Then it's fun, yeah. right? Uh, because you still will get some value out of mm-hmm. it. And then you might pull something crazy, you know? Yeah. Like, um, like last year. Man, I'm getting excited about cards now. <laughs> I don't know this is a good thing because we're right? going to a card show right Ooh, now, and I don't want to. I don't want to blow money. Uh, I don't want to blow a lot of money. But if I find some good deals on sale wax, maybe we'll, yeah. we'll get some. And we'll make maybe we'll some, do nice little nice rip. little video. Yeah. yeah. Um, so um, I bought a box of 2021 opening day baseball. Nice. This is the funny thing. So I showed up to Target late because I don't like because. And we're going to talk about it, right? It, the cra- the hobby got crazy last year. It got insane. Like retail, people were lining up at six, 6 in the morning. They started camping out the night it before. Got, I mean, it got so bad that fights broke out. Yeah. And Target literally said, we're not selling anymore. Yeah. Like the Target by my house, thanks guys. They don't sell cards anymore right? because people <laughs> were getting stupid. You know it's what I mean? crazy. Yeah. So, um, so anyways, uh, I showed up at 11. All the good stuff was gone yeah. pretty much. The only thing left was baseball because we're on the West Coast. And for some reason... The West Coast doesn't like baseball. Yeah, as we much don't. We as, don't yeah. care. I don't know why the Giants are killing yeah. it, and I think the, well, A's, the A's are, yeah, are really good too. Could, yeah, we might have a battle of the Bay again, which I is know, pretty cool. Thing, so I don't know why baseball yeah. doesn't sell well out here. But baseball's big on the East Coast and in, in, in the middle of the country. Yeah. But here, no. So I show up, bunch of baseball. I'm like, whatever. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get the baseball. And the funny thing is, I almost missed this box. It was just sitting there, and I, I was like, I look, I, I went, I did a check back. I'm like, make sure I didn't miss anything. Yeah. And there was a little opening day box, $9.99. And opening day is like, tops is like probably the cheapest yeah. baseball. Like, the regular cards are not going to be worth much, right? Mm-hmm. This is like for kids. <laughs> this is what you buy your little three-year-old or your five-year-old or your 10-year-old as a dad because you don't want to buy them. You don't want to get them. Yeah, yeah. A $800 box and they ruin it, right? So anyways, I buy this opening day box and I'm ripping it. I'm having fun. I have Don Riz. I'm just having a great time. I think I recorded it. I have the video recorded. In the future, you will see uh, Bliss Bliss Breaks and Rips, which is going to be the, yeah. the, the the collecting part of this channel, right? Um, so I, I, I'm opening this opening day box and I think I'm like second to last pack. And, I'm, and, I, and I open it. I'm like, what? I'm like, oh my gosh, it's an autograph. And it's an Aaron Judge... And talk, I mean, if, you, if you're if you a baseball fan, Tops is baseball. Yeah. Right? Like, I mean, I know there's better, like Bowman is probably a better value, but Tops is just, a, it's Americana. Yeah. It's the Yankees. It, it was a, a short print. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't the regular card. Short print min, means that they did two Aaron Judge uh, pictures, mm-hmm. but this one had less cards printed of it. Okay. So, um, uh, and um, so it's like a sideways, like a landscape one. And it was one out of ten, which means only t- only ten of these cards exist in the world, mm-hmm. and it's an Aaron Judge autograph. That's nice. So, uh, it's probably a 
two three hundred dollar raw card graded it could be close to like a thousand dollars so i turned nine dollars and 99 cents to at least let's just say three hundred dollars yeah it's crazy so that's when ripping wax is good yeah that's when it's fun yeah that's when it's fun right um there's many cases that i've bought boxes and we won't talk about that <laughs> yeah we but yeah let's just say i paid 700 800 dollars for a box and i got maybe i don't know fifty dollars worth of cards out yeah, of yeah been there been there yeah it's not good right no. and that's when i got into pokemon actually because yep. i started to see pokemon was better value mm-hmm. better value um you could grade pokemon with non-psa and still get a pretty good value i think it was cg cgs right cgs or cgc cgc i think uh, it's a blue one yeah that's all i know it's, it's not the green one it's a blue one and I was like, you know what? And then I started to like really like Pokemon because those, uh, uh, you know, as an artist, as you can see, as my background is very colorful, mm-hmm. right? Okay, you want to know what the what those uh, cards look like? They look like the background, basically. Yeah, they're so fun. Yeah, they're fun. They're shiny. If you love Pokemon, it's even better because then you start getting your favorite characters yeah. and all that, you know? Obviously, Charizard is number one. That's like the best, right? And then there's other ones that, you know, Depending on the set, mm-hmm. you know, they hold value, right? Yes, like the full art trainers are very popular, mm-hmm. like the, especially the women ones, because yeah, boys, yeah. <laughs> waifus, by all the, the fun. Uh, <laughs> by the way, the, the the characters are drawn very pretty, you know, and yeah. very, it's, I don't know, it's going to sound weird, but they're very curvy and all that kind of stuff. So I guess these artists know what they're doing to yeah. attract I mean, the attention. In the right? show and the games, they're supposed to be like 13. <laughs> So all these guys, like that, right? yeah. all these guys fawning over them, like you guys relax, they're yeah. children. <laughs> Please stop. Yeah, but anyways, so Pokemon's fun. Uh, I started getting to that. I really was into Hidden Fates. Oh yeah, it's a great set. Yeah, because it was kind of like becoming more rare. They, mm-hmm. I think they stopped producing it. Um, I still might get my hands on some etbs but they're going for like 150 i know i have right now i, ha- I bought one i think for 120 well, that's, that's a good deal yeah. too and by the way these are like these retail for what 40 bucks probably 50 40 50 i think 50 I, yeah. I think 50 because it came with a promo card okay so these things retailed for 50 dollars. yeah they're now selling for at least 150 yeah which means the people that bought them a year two years ago when did it come out by the way it's a good question i think almost a i would say a year ago right like at least okay let's just say a year ago right people that bought these a year ago are now selling them for triple yep they just hung, hung on to them for a year that's what i'm saying they they tripled their money right so this is why if you know what you're doing you're in the right sets you're in the right mm-hmm. sports you're collecting the right players you can actually make a lot of money i mean yeah. that's better than the stock market to triple your money in a year right you know uh you just gotta have patience yep that's and that's the difficult part. And it's difficult when you can see it just sitting in your yeah, closet yeah. in your room just sealed and you're like, but I could rip that. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, I'm bored. Right? Like, let me rip yeah. that real quick. Uh that reminds you of a line from a notorious B.I.G. song, Never Get High on Your Own Supply. <laughs> yep, right? there you go. <laughs> so he would say you can't be a good drug dealer if you get high on your own supply. Yeah, you can't sell it then. Yeah, you cannot collect sealed wax if you're addicted to ripping cards i'm trying i have a couple sealed um etbs well good for you yeah i haven't opened them yeah good for you (laughs) because i bought a case of 2017 2018 select soccer 
This is Kylian Mbappe's rookie year. I remember you telling me this. Yeah, so that's why I bought it because Mbappe is like the biggest star, young star in soccer. He's on the French team. They won the World Cup last last time. And I was like, you know what? World Cup's coming up in 2022. I can buy these. I think I paid 2700 for the box. Mm-hmm. You sell them. Yeah, I could sell them for triple during World Cup. Yeah, just got to wait. If I could wait. Yeah. Well, let's just say it didn't happen. Oh, no. One day, I was stuck at home. Nobody was around. It was a Saturday night. I was going through Instagram, seeing everybody live their lives like you shouldn't do. Getting depressed because I was watching everybody's highlight reel. And I was like, I want to rip some sealed wax. Oh, no. I have a case. I just want to rip a couple boxes. Because I was trying to get Mbappe rookie, yeah. right? I was like, I just want to get Mbappe. I'll stop at Mbappe. That's what they all say. Yeah. The final box. So I think I ripped 20 oh. hangers. Oh, my gosh. Right? By the way, they're already selling for more than I bought it for. I could have <laughs> already made money. Right? Uh, anyways, I ripped the whole entire case. It was fun. It was awesome. I have the video. So maybe the video will help. Yeah, maybe. But I pulled the Mbappe. <laughs> but it was on the last hanger. The last one. The last one. I was trying to teach you a lesson. Like yes. You, you shouldn't do this. Yes. <laughs> but you know what? It's a field level, too. Okay. So in select, the field level is the rarest, mm-hmm. and it's the mo- It's a thousand dollars raw. Wow. I mean, I paid twenty seven hundred for the box, so I didn't get my money back. But I mean, you can get graded if it's yeah. a ten, maybe. 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 But I'm scared to get big cards like that graded because if I get if you get a PSA nine, it like oh. devalues it. You could break it out, but yeah. then you waste money by yeah. getting it graded. Yeah, I mean, right now to get those cards graded, it's at least two hundred. I think it was two fifty. Yeah. yeah. No, thank you. Yeah, I I, I don't know. Maybe I'll wait, but um. But I got Mbappe. I got a Christian Pulisic. Yep. Who's the best young star in USA mm-hmm. soccer. Right uh, now, yep. I learned about him, right? They call him Captain America. Mm-hmm. I have his special insert card. I got a bunch of the, the ladies, like Alex Morgans. I think I gave you one of yeah. those, right? Um, and uh, I got a bunch of other stars. So um, I did not get my full value just yet, but I got the enjoyment. Yeah, you got the memories, yeah, one of the fun. I, I mean, it's just fun. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what it is. If you're a collector... You'll understand. By the way, if you love ripping sealed wax, please smash the like button. Let us know. Yeah. Um, well, tell us what your favorite pull was. Yeah. Leave it in the comments. What's your favorite pull? What's your biggest pull ever? Like, yeah. Like, I mean, for me, I think my biggest pull is still that 2020 Optic Box. Yeah. Because I got the Burrow RPA out of 149 numbered, and I got the Mahomes Downtown, which is a super rare insert. Yeah, that's amazing. Right? Yeah. Out of the same box. Yeah. It's plus, crazy. plus all the other rookies. Mm-hmm. But I didn't get a Herbert. I mean, I appreciate it, but come on. You At least a regular Herbert rookie you or something. Can't yeah. be happy with what you yeah. got, right? <laughs> Never you gotta good want enough. it all, right? <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah. Um, but, but, um, yeah. Anyways, what were we talking about? <laughs> I don't know. Speaking of Herbert, though, the NFL season. Yeah, it's it's coming up. Yes, good. It's almost here. It's a great segue, co-host. Right? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm having senior moments today. I don't know what's going on. Let me go get your medication. Yeah, I, real I, quick. Yeah. <laughs> I don't do medication, but I do vitamins. Right? Uh. I need some ginkgo biloba. <laughs> Anyways, uh. yeah, NFL season. So let's talk about that because uh, I was before we started this podcast, I was watching the uh, the preseason game with the the Bears and the Dolphins. Okay. They both have young. Oh yeah, Tua. Tua and, and Fields. Fields. Yeah. By the way, Fields was balling out. Mm, that's a good sign for Chicago. It, yeah. Chicago has always just been a good quarterback away from 
being a great team. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And by the way, a couple of years ago, Trubisky took him pretty far. So yeah. 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 But but then. I mean, I think they'll never forget picking him over, you know, Patrick Mahomes. I don't think any team in the NFL will forget. <laughs> I mean, there was a lot of quarterbacks yeah. taking before Patrick Mahomes. That's crazy. It wasn't just uh, Trubisky. Trubisky. It was a lot. Right. And uh, yeah, that's a good point right there. But anyways, um, so well, you never know. Maybe Fields turns out Maybe? to be next Mahomes. He's like Mahomes. He's got speed. He can move. He can run. He can make crazy throws. Yeah. He ran for a touchdown. I mean, he he drove him down for another touchdown. He ran and threw for a touchdown in his in his first two drives of the second half. Nice. That's awesome. And it made it look easy. His second touchdown, he did like a rollout. Okay. And because of his speed, the Dolphins' defense had to respect yep, that. They had a f- so they left, and the tight ends like wide, wide open. open like literally it was like pitch and catch right oh my gosh so um so yeah i mean uh fields was balling out to a look i don't know i don't think Tua is going to be a great quarterback mm. let me just say that right here Tua was great in college he's a, he's a leader he's a good player but he just i don't know i don't know what it is i've been around football a long time i used to work in the nfl and i don't know his throwing motion's weird. Uh, his passes look like he's forcing them. Mm. I don't know. Maybe he is. Maybe you prove me wrong, Tua. Don't hate me if you're a Tua hater, a Tua, a Tua fan. Uh, I do appreciate the Uso, the Samoan brother. You know, I grew up with a lot of Samoan friends, but I just don't see it. Huh. I think the Dolphins are already kind of like not seeing it too. You think so? Yeah, like they were talking. They were trying to trade for. Um, who were they trying to trade for? Who was available? I don't remember. But they they signed Jacoby Brissett. Who yeah. Was they call him the best backup quarterback yeah, in the NFL. Yeah, I remember he was with the Colts for a while. Yeah, he did real well with the Colts, mm-hmm. right? So, so it was Tua and Fields. Tua did okay. He was making some this good is throws. This going to be an exciting year. Yeah. All these young quarterbacks. Yeah. I mean, Trevor Lawrence, right? Yeah, and Trevor then Lawrence. Joe Burrow's coming back. Burrow. And then um, down here in the Bay, we got Trey Lance, right? Yeah, Trey Lance, so right? So it's going yeah. to be a fun season. Derek Carr. Just kidding. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, young guy. Yeah, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a Raiders fan. <laughs> Um, I love you, Carr. Uh, but I, I don't know. It's we'll gonna see. be fun. I'm excited. We'll see. Yeah, I'm I mean, a, I'm a Cowboys fan, so I'm I'm excited Dak. to get, get disappointed once again every year. But you know, <laughs> it'll be fun. <laughs> hey, Dak. Dak is a, before he went down. He's great. It wasn't their offense; it was their defense. Yeah. I mean, they had like the best offense in the NFL, right? When Dak was it was clicking. Um, but the defense, I mean, that's disheartening. I, mean, I don't know uh-huh. how many comebacks he had to do. It's weird too. Cause I thought our, I mean, we had Sean Lee. I think he's older now though. So he's not, yeah, he's gone. He's, yeah. It's and then Vander we had Esch, um, Vander Esch, right? and he was getting injured. And then I think Jalen Smith yeah. were our two big guys, but they just weren't, they weren't, you know, meeting expectations. Yeah. And even like Zeke Elliott, yeah. he was, he was just not great. Last year was bad for Zeke. Yeah. But he's, yeah. I've been, I mean, I follow him, I think on Twitter and he's like crazy into shape again yeah he, he got he like shape. real fit so yeah. hopefully that benefits you know on the field it will make a difference yeah so here's the thing um from my experience you know obviously i was the intern in the nfl you guys can watch watch our clip that just came out um last week um and also watch on uh, my first clip one of my first clips it's got over almost four thousand views now um but um my god i see your moment again oh my gosh what were we talking about do you need to take a nap i don't know <laughs> Oh my God. <laughs> I need to focus. This uh, is, is edited out. Zeke. I'm, I'm going to leave it in. Yes, no. <laughs> <laughs> this has never happened before. I don't know what's going on. 
I ate some popcorn with a lot of salt. That's what happened. <laughs> yeah, I went blame to the, movies. the salt. Blame the, the salt. The salt sucked up my brain. Oh, my and now God. I can't okay. I, thank Zeke. You. That's why Being I have fit. a co-host, right? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so a lot of professional athletes, and I saw this all the time on the Raiders, like Charles Woodson when he was a rookie, because they're so physically talented and mm-hmm. gifted. It's almost like unfair. Yeah. They eat like fast food. Yep. They don't take care of themselves as far as like nutrition wise. Mm-hmm. They candy a lot, fast food. But the minute they step on the field, they're the fastest, most yep. high, like they they're just they're just the best player. Yeah, you can't. You know? There's nothing you can do to stop them. Yeah. So I think with a lot of great athletes like Zeke, like you know Charles Woodson when he was a rookie, because I saw it. Not not assuming I actually saw it firsthand. And, uh, um, and and actually going to Green Bay is what saved his career because on the Raiders they allowed him to do whatever he wanted. Yeah, he needs some structure. Yeah, and then when he got to Green Bay, he even mentioned it in his Hall of Fame speech. It kind of turned him into a, like legit Hall of Famer, right? Because yeah. he he worked on his diet. He worked on. He became a professional. Right? Exactly. With the Raiders, it was just like it was just a madhouse because. You had Al Davis running the team his way, and then you had John Gruden yeah. trying to run. And they're, and they're young, too. These yeah. rookies are coming in the league. Yeah. You know, they're young, and then they have all this hype, and they, like, I, th- they f- I feel like they think they're kind of, like, untouchable. Like, yeah. I can do whatever I want, eat whatever I want, yeah. I'm gonna, you know. But then once they get a little older, you know, they need that structure and to realize, hey, you got to take better care of yourself if you want to continue this career-wise, you know. That's a, yeah, that's a great point because, you know, these guys, they've been alpha males, super athletes their whole yep. life. Everything's been like big. Ma- I mean, they've always been the big man on campus. campus. Yep. I'm sure people I mean, I don't I'm no one's going to, you know, admit to it. But I'm sure people are like teachers are like, OK, like you weren't in class oh. at all. But here's your passing grade or of people course. doing work for them. So they've kind yeah. of had it handed to them in their entire lives almost. Yeah. And then they get millions of dollars. Yep. They have access to this abundance of whatever they want, whatever they want. And uh, it lasts for a little while. Because yeah. they go off their physical God-given gifts. Yes. But then as they get older and the body starts to, you know, all that bad nutrition and mm-hmm. all that starts to take a toll, then they start to get injured. And that's why you have, that's why you have like super good athletes that don't last because the NFL is the best of the best. The cream, the, the pros of anything is the cream of the crop. Yeah. Talent will get you there, but it won't keep you there. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. That's like that's why Tom Brady is still the best. Yeah, he takes care of himself. He takes care. I mean, he is like obsessed at his body and mm-hmm. his. He's actually plant based. That's what TB12 method is. He doesn't call it vegan, uh, but he's plant based diet. It's pliability. Mm-hmm. It's all this stuff that's good for his position and for his age. And the guy's my age. The guy's forty four. Yeah. He just yeah he just won, won a Super, Super Bowl, Bowl. at yeah. forty three with a different team. It's insane. And they his first year. His first year. With a new team. And he had a torn MCL the whole year. That's insanity. Yeah. Right? But he takes care of himself. He does. Right? He's like, he's obsessive about it. Uh, Charles Woodson, when he left the Raiders and went to Green Bay, started taking care of himself. Chris Paul, he's vegan. He went to the finals his first year ever, and he's he's old. He's yeah. like, he's really old, right? Not old in life. These guys are still very young in yeah, life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But in sports they're considered old right um you know uh, all you got all these players that are proving um uh novak or uh the the tennis player oh yeah yeah i I forgot his name um it's hard for me to pronounce anyways he just won uh, a couple majors right he's plant-based is he the one that threw the fit 
when he lost I in think the Olympics. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's the one that threw the farewell. <laughs> yeah, he's great, right? Um, so, anyways, uh, yeah, it's crazy. These athletes they 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 don't they don't take care of their health, but it's good that Zeke made that commitment. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, and uh, I uh, think it's even with like us normal folk who are you know like yeah. when you're young you're like what i can eat what i want do what i want and then once you start getting older you're like oh no <laughs> no no <laughs> gotta ooh, gotta take care of better care of myself and it just depends on your genetics on yeah. how soon that comes exactly because i remember when i was young i used to eat jack in the i mean yeah i remember i used to eat fast food like my favorite was two jumbo jacks oh my gosh extra cheese with ranch dressing dressing Ranch dressing. Ranch dressing. Dressing. Your moments are coming out. You're gonna start talking like I, back in my yeah. day. <laughs> back in my day, I remember ranch dressing. Jumbo Jack <laughs> and uh, and and barbecue sauce and oh a gosh. large fries. And I would eat that at two in the morning after coming from all the of it. All of it. Oh Just my god. Devour it, and then, I don't even want to talk about it because it's making me want one right now. But I won't do it because I'm plant based. It sounds good. Yeah, it's, it was good after the card show. After you're like you spent all your money and you're already <laughs> <laughs> no bad influence. <laughs> I'm going to be good. I'm going to eat my fruit when eat I break plants. my fat. Yes, I'll eat my plants. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyways, I used to eat like yeah, bad. Same. But then uh, I don't know what happened. It was like between 20 and 24. For me, it was early. I don't know if it's. Yeah, that seems pretty early, yeah. I would say. For me, it was pretty early. But between 20 and 24, I got into this long-term relationship. All we do is eat and hang out yeah <laughs> yeah and i went from i gained 40 pounds wow like i went from skinny as a rail to like i looked in the, and it just caught up on me i was like i looked in the mirror <laughs> and she was hot she was like a model and i would take pictures of other models and i would look at the pictures and i'd be like what the hell like, who's was that guy yeah, who ate me <laughs> and started taking pictures with my girlfriend and her model <laughs> friends like i don't know anyway so that's what i realized my metabolism decided it's to like done <laughs> yeah, it's like it no like, more peace out buddy yeah. <laughs> i'm out you know so that's when my uh fitness journey started like in my early 20s i mean i always worked out but that's when i really got uh like into trying to eat healthier mm-hmm. you become more aware right? yes you know yes, yes, yes. It, it, and most of the time it does take something traumatic like that yeah it's like unfortunately that, that's how we are as humans most people will not take proactive most people will wait till it's like inspiration or desperation. Right? Exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, with athletes going back to athletes, like, you know, I mean, I don't know. I've never had those genetics, so I don't know if I'd be I the know. same. You know, I don't know what it's like to eat Wendy's and uh, Skittles and candy and step on the field and get paid millions of dollars yeah, to be like the greatest player. Playing, yeah, ever, I wish know? I knew what that was. Like. Yeah, <laughs> it must be a crazy feeling. I don't right? know. If you're an athlete, let us know how that feels. Leave it in the comments because I don't know what that feels like. Right. right? And I've seen like like clips or videos of athletes and they have to eat like 4,000, 5,000 calories a day or something. They just have like piles of food yeah. they just eat. And I'm like, Whoa what if i ate that oh my god i'd probably gain 20 pounds yeah. overnight <laughs> but see the thing with athletes they're very active that's true they burn a lot so they're burning it off but here's that's how a good dare po- you assume that yeah. i'm not active no. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wasn't saying that i was just saying in general but here's the problem with athletes when they stop yeah their eating habits stay the same exactly but their activity level goes down declines yeah so a lot of athletes blow up after they that's stop true playing. like I, I don't know. I've had friends. I've I've had uh, business partners that that's a that's a double edged sword for an athlete. Right? Yeah. Because you're used to eating a certain that's amount. That's hard. You can't just change it yeah, overnight. Yeah. And and you're used to being active. And then all of a sudden 
it stops. A lot of yeah. athletes get depressed. I'm sure. Because there's not that like competition, mm-hmm. that like that activity. They have they normally they have to find something to fill in the void. Yeah, definitely. Or a lot of them just blow up. They get depressed. Like they're just lost because they lost that that. I don't yeah. know. They lost. They lost that that ability or that that constant activity. Yeah, or, they lost a par- like a part of them basically. Yeah, their identity basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know what that's like, but um, thank. Uh, this is a long conversation over Zeke, right? I know. <laughs> thank you, Zeke. You gave <laughs> yeah, us a lot of content. Zeke. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, because I remember. Feed him. Yeah. Not that. Not that much. But right? don't. But yeah. like a little bit. Yeah. Just feed him the football. Yeah, don't yeah. Zeke, be careful. With yeah, that now. might have to change that. Yeah. Like his celebration. Yeah. <laughs> feed me just a little. Yeah, <laughs> just a little, right? But actually, the year before Zeke was balling out. Oh my gosh, it I know. Was, it was that. That's where that came yeah. from, right? Um, I had him on my fantasy team, and I was like, "Yes, yes, let's go." <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, the year before, who did I have? I don't remember the year before. Was it the year before? Or was it last year? Oh. No. Yeah, the year before, mm-hmm. I drafted Russell Wilson and Christian McCaffrey. Oh my gosh! Yeah. So you w- I, you won your league? No, I didn't win. I got fourth place. How annoying is that, right? You're not. I got gosh. two MVP candidates. I got two MVP candidates. I got fourth place. I'll teach you the ways. I won mine last yeah. year. Well, I got second place last year. I should have won. I got first. There you go. Congratulations. Thank you. I got. I'm really good at fantasy baseball. Actually, gonna I'm gonna probably win this year. But um, actually, I'm looking for a, a really good, highly paid fantasy league. Anybody out there knows? Please. Hit me up in the comments. I'm looking for uh, big money, like at least three to five hundred dollar buy-in, so that we can have a nice big pot. Yeah, right? that'd be fun. Um, by the way, if your league is looking for a player, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm right. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I love. I just love playing it. It's right? fun. It makes football more fun. Yeah, you care like, and you get to care about teams that and others the otherwise you wouldn't care about. Yeah, right. Because you're like, oh, well, I'm, I'm gonna watch this game because I got this guy on my team. So I want to watch this game to see how he does. It's it's way I think it definitely is way more fun. It also makes you root for against your team sometimes. Sometimes, yeah, yeah. I'll be like, <laughs> I want you guys to win, but I want this yeah. player to go I, off. You know what? <laughs> I want you guys to win, but if this guy scores a touchdown, I'm winning. So I'm yeah. sorry, guys. <laughs> yeah. He's got to score the touchdown. Yeah, because because yep. you're actually rooting for yourself in a yeah, way. Exactly. You know what I mean, uh, it, you know, fantasy sports is crazy. Um, uh, Peyton Manning has this little special on ESPN. I don't know if you've ever seen it. Not yet. Uh, so it's a really cool little um, special he does. And he did the history of fantasy football. Oh, wow. And how it started and how it became so big and everything. But I have NFL Sunday ticket. So I get to watch all the games. I'm coming over. Yeah. <laughs> you're welcome to. <laughs> and uh, like I literally have like three TVs set up. Let's go. And like it's my own little sports bar. And I just literally... Basically, I'm just trying to track my fantasy player. Yeah, no, that sounds like fun. I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna draft similar to you, and then I'll just come over and yeah, there you <laughs> just right. watch our team. No, you're totally down because I, I usually just watch it by myself. But it'd be cool to have yeah, friends be over, fun. You know what I mean? But that's what I do. That's why I have it. Like I have two TVs, and I have a computer streaming, so I, I can watch like the Red Zone. Yeah. Uh, I love Red Zone. Whatever game I want to watch, mm-hmm. and then whatever other game I want to yeah. watch. Yeah, it's gonna whatever. be excited for football. Yeah. But I have a big TV, so what I do is I have like the multiple games on. Is it the broken one or the nice one? Yeah, I'm a, it's a broken one, but I'm, I'm gonna get it fixed. Don't worry. Yeah, don't worry. Yeah. So that one, so it's big enough so <laughs> yes, you can see it the, is big. The, you can see the little games, mm-hmm. and you can still s- kind of see it. So now I could watch like every player. Every, yeah. Yeah. I have uh, an important question for you though, and this will decide if I'm coming over. Okay. What are the snacks like? Uh, well, you know, I'm plant-based, right? Okay. <laughs> so it's it's B-Y-O-S. Bring your own snacks. <laughs> if you're not plant-based, it's bring your own <laughs> snacks, right? But my, what, are the, what kind of plant-based snacks are we talking about here? Uh, you know what? Probably just... 
chips. Okay. Um, fruit. Okay. Um, I don't really snack, to be honest. Okay. Well, I'll bring my own yeah. stuff. I'm bringing, <laughs> <laughs> I'm bringing my own stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but sometimes I order like vegan wings. Okay. There we like, go. Yeah, yeah. There we like go. Chicken nuggets, okay. stuff like that. Vegan it depends. nuggets. Okay. Depends. Depends, right? But anyway, so yeah, I'm excited. Nice. Yeah, I'm ex- it's going to be hyped for yeah. football season. I still need to get in a couple fantasy leagues. Because if I don't have the fantasy leagues, the football season is not going to be the let's, same. Well, after this, we'll look, we'll look for some leagues. Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, I might just end up buying the Yahoo one yeah. um, and just play against random folks. But it's more fun when you know the people because yeah. you can like, talk smack and mm-hmm. make trades. You know, When you try to make trades with strangers, it's, it's really weird. hard. Yeah, yeah. It's they're really like, hard. no. Yeah, they're like, they're trying to rip you, either trying to rip you off like something ridiculous or... They don't trade at all. Yeah, they're like, nope. Or, or sometimes you find one league where some guy just <laughs> doesn't know what he's doing, <laughs> yeah. or some girl, or some guy or girl, because they both play. And uh, you're like, yes, I'll Thank trade you. with this guy. Yeah. <laughs> and you're just, but you're hoping that this guy has good players because they're the only, this guy or girl, this person, this player has the only, uh, otherwise you can't really get the yep. good players because the only ones you can get are the ones on their team. I right? think I had one league where this guy somehow had like amazing players and he wasn't playing. He wouldn't set his that's rosters. The worst. And I tried to trade with him and he was like, no. I was like, oh my God. Uh-huh, that's the worst. <laughs> Give me Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, they call, that's like what, that's a poor player just rots yep. on the team the whole season. So frustrating. Scores like 50 fantasy points and he's on the bench. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That's but the worst. When I What I like to do now is I have one, I'll, I usually play free leagues because if money's involved, so I'm going to get real intense. Yeah. But <laughs> one, I'll usually do like one league, I'll set it where it's auto pick. Mm-hmm. And then I'll have one league where I do it. And I like to see the how well I do versus the auto oh, pick. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't never do that. I want to do my own draft. Um, but sometimes I think auto pick would have been better for me. Because <laughs> like, I know this, there's a strategy, right? Yeah, Especially there is. In football, there is. Yes. Running backs first. Wide receivers. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually know you have to get one of the top tight ends if you want to win because yes. then you're always streaming tight ends every single week. Yep. I got a really good tight end. Yeah. Who did I get? I don't remember. I he had, was great. I had Waller. Okay. Yeah. I, I forget why. He was in the number two tight end. Yeah. So I had Waller. Um, but it's Kelsey or Waller. Yep. That's yep. it. Kelsey. And, the, and then, well, yeah, Gronkowski is not that anymore. No. Not Kittle. Any, Kittle. But Kittle was hurt all last That's year. That's true. Yeah. But Kittle and Kelsey and Waller, those are like the... I had Kittle and Nick Chubb on my other league last oh. year, and that killed me. Yeah. They both were out for a long they time. Were. and I mean, it sucks because I was one game out of the playoffs, and if I would have made the playoffs, I would have freaking won that league. Yep. And that was a big money league. So, But Kittle and Chubb killed me. Like, they both were out for like about half the that's season why, or that's more. That's why it's like gambling. Yeah, you you yeah. pick the players you think are going to do well, and then if they're, they get hurt, oh, yeah. God. But there's that that rookie on the Falcons. Uh, what's his name? Uh, the tight end. Um, ah. Anyways, the guy just got drafted. I forget his name. Where's my computer? I right. Need <laughs> a, I need to have a computer. I keep forgetting. Anyways. Uh, but yeah, it's definitely running backs, wide receivers, and like tight ends around there. Yeah. And then QBs, you like wait until like yeah. round four or five. So that was always my big mistake. I would always reach for QB. No. I don't know why I couldn't. I couldn't just help gotta it. You got to wait it out. You got to wait. I couldn't help it. It's but this year, the last two years, I waited. Okay. And the year before, I got Russell Wilson. Yep. Because he wasn't the MVP at the time. He yep. was like, yeah. He ended up being MVP. You know, let Russ cook. Right? Yep. And then last year, I actually reached, but because of my draft position. Yeah. Sometimes you I, have yeah, to. Yeah, it was a weird draft position. So I was like, the best value was Mahomes. Yeah. So I took Mahomes. But I that that helped me a lot. 
I think I took my homes in mine. I think I was like sixth or like I was a little further down. I was like, you know, what? I just, I'm just yeah. gonna take them. I was like ninth yeah. out of a twelve team league. It's that's like the weirdest one. It's really funny once someone takes a QB like later in the rounds because then everyone panics and then everyone starts taking yeah. QB. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, oh shoot, I don't want to end up with Trubisky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? But by the way, I mean, if you look at most leagues though, quarterbacks are not really that. Unless you they have one, of, yeah, they don't get yeah. they don't provide very many points, honestly. Uh, I mean, they like do, decent, they but do, but if you if you go for a quarterback early and you don't get good running backs and receivers, yeah. like you always have that it. hole. Yeah, there's a big hole in your team. I always had running back holes because I would not take running backs. I, running I backs. couldn't help myself. I'd be like, no, I'm taking a receiver. Right. I took I took uh, Michael Thomas last year and that screwed me up. Ugh, yeah. yeah, that messed me up. I took Thomas. But guess what? I traded him. Oh, that was good. I traded you him got lucky. the week before he got hurt. Oh, my gosh. Because I had this guy who just, he's like infatuated with Michael Thomas. And I, I'm i drawing a blank. I don't remember who I traded him for. But I traded, oh, I've traded him for Thielen. Oh, nice. And Chris Carson. Oh, my gosh. That's a steal. And that basically catapulted yeah. my team. I had Mahomes, Tyreek Hill, Chris Carson, uh, uh, Thielen was balling. He was a he touchdown was. He was machine. Great again. Yeah, he yeah. was these last two years. He's been yeah. great. And the funny thing is, the previous four, three or four years, Thielen was my guy. Mm-hmm. I had a Thielen. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And this year, I was like, I'm not gonna draft him. I was like, I'm gonna oh. draft something different. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Ended up trading for him anyway. Of course. <laughs> and he he freaking he took my team. Like he took he took my team. Can't believe we didn't far. win. Yeah, it was the weirdest thing. I was, was the best crazy. team the whole season, and then. There's this guy. He this is brothers in this league, and they're not even playing. The, 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 we've been playing this league for over 15 years. Mm-hmm. This they they said this year it's it it's done. Oh wow! Like so, I'm like kind of in shock right now. That right? sucks. But there was these two brothers, the, the the Cronin brothers. Shout out to the Cronin brothers. They won the most champion. Like it would they would switch off every year, and it's weird. Like they would have shitty drafts, and then they would make these really good. Uh, waiver wire moves okay and then they'd make this one big trade with this guy in our league who just oh, would just always thrill. give up and yep. just f- do a fire sale no and they would trade well that's one of the brothers the other brother would just have a really solid draft okay and barely make any moves all year and then his team would squeak into the playoffs and win everything that's crazy <laughs> so it's like what the heck right <laughs> but he was luck. the one that beat me oh wow he he basically didn't even manage his team all year oh my gosh but he had a really good draft and his team won won it all. That's awesome. But you guys, you're in a money league, right? Yeah, it's money I league. was. I'm in just a free league, and you get a trophy. And I got the the trophy. I was so excited because it's actually a like trophy's a trophy's cool. It's really nice. Like it's actually a really. Ni- it's a big trophy. There's like the poles, the football on top. Oh really? It's a really nice trophy. And I, my friends gave it to me because they stopped by. They live in like uh, Madeira now, so mm. they drove up. They gave it to me, and I was so excited. I was opening the box, and as I pull it out, pulling out pieces. It had broke. What? Because I think, I don't know where they shipped it from, ah, but it broke. And sucks. I was like, no. And then like my nameplate wasn't on it. And I was like, come <laughs> on, man. You guys had to return this, man. <laughs> yeah, that sucks. They have belts. I like the championship Oh, that's belts. a good one too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, I, I would create my own league if I had enough like solid players, you know? It yeah. would be money league. and it, But I love like wild leagues, like no waivers, like, like uh, maybe two quarterbacks, like just make it crazy. Make it yeah. crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Like. Every game is like three hundred to like two hundred seventy-five, <laughs> oh but that would be fun. Do you do um, what's it called? The the, the app. Yahoo. No, oh my god, the app that you can gamble on. You like set up lineups. Oh no, I don't do DraftKings. Yeah, DraftKings. No, I don't do DraftKings. I suck at daily fantasy. Do man. you? 
Oh my god. I'm like always like, yeah, this is the lineup. <laughs> Garbage. Yeah. Garbage. Uh, it, it's bad. I actually played Daily Fantasy because uh, it got it more exciting because yeah. I wasn't able to get into a league. But because, um, you know, once you're in a league, you're in a league. That's it. You know? Yeah, you're done. Yeah. You can't change it up. But Daily Fantasy gives you like or Weekly Fantasy for yeah. football gives you the opportunity for every week. You yeah, know? you can switch it up, choose different players. Yeah. But it's like every, with, with Weekly Fantasy or whatever, Daily Fantasy, it's like there's this one random player out of nowhere go that off. nobody was starting. That one dude or who that one girl yep. who starts him. And he goes off for like 50 points and they yeah. win like all this money, right? But no, that's good. That's a, that's a good option. Yeah, too. that's fun. But I, I do Yahoo. Wh- okay. Who do you use for I football? I use ESPN. Ugh. I hate ESPN. Oh, gosh. I've played ESPN before. Did you? I won, I won one time and I got second place the okay. other time. Um, but I just don't like ESPN. I like Yahoo. Yahoo's the best in my opinion. Yeah. Um, and... Uh, uh, I just been using Yahoo forever, and I just think it's it's the number one. It's the most popular. I, I think, think I use that for my hockey league, which I won. Oh, okay. See, there when you I was go. Doing Maybe hockey, that's a sign. right? <laughs> 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 like I'm playing Yahoo baseball. It was just a random free league or whatever, but I'm I'm first place. So nice. I I should have played money this year. I forgot. I'm really good at baseball. Like I have a I have a little strategy I use. Like. I always carry two catchers. Okay. A lot of people don't know that because catchers get hurt. Yeah. Easily. Days off and nice. So I always carry two catchers. By the way, as a tip for fantasy fantasy baseball players, I always carry two catchers. Um, I had a really good draft. I drafted a lot of good offensive players. Nice. Because pitchers are a dime a dozen. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I always carry at least four to five closers. That's what a lot of people don't do. I carry tons of closers. Interesting. And I just have like maybe a four. Uh, five six good solid start and my pitchers are always high strikeout pitchers okay i don't go for the low strikeout guys yeah, i don't ground, go for you know, yeah. whatever i go for the super high strikeout guys so i draft high strikeout pitchers and i got lucky i drafted um uh peralta from uh, oh, milwaukee nice. yeah he's having a great season mm-hmm. i drafted rogers from miami oh um, yeah he's a rookie he's having a great season I drafted um, um, the closer for K- uh, Craig Krimble. Kim- oh, yeah, Krim- Kimbrel. Kimbrel. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. Today's a weird day for me. Oh. I drafted K- <laughs> Craig Kimbrel. Kimbrel. There you go. Thank you. Uh, and he was just balling out. Yeah. He got traded to the White Sox. Now he's a setup man. Oh. So that just destroyed my best closer. Okay. Yeah. And I almost drafted Shote as a Ohani Shohei, as a batter. Yeah, Shope. Shope. Shohei, Shohei, Shohei Otani. I almost drafted Shohei Otani. I forgot, and then the guy, mm. I, I and the guy drafted him, and I was like, "No, senior moment." Another one, and by the way, he wasn't. No one knew he was going to do what he's doing this year. Yep. I drafted Trout. I mean, I I would have uh. had Trout. I would, uh, but it's okay because I drafted such uh, yeah other good players and I picked up some really good ones and it's with free leagues where half the league's not even playing that's so true there's a lot of good, <laughs> there's a lot of good ta- I don't think I would have been able to have this much talent if it was like everyone was active you know what I don't think I've I haven't played in a paid league and that's interesting I wonder if I would I mean I've pretty much won every league I'm in but they're free mm-hmm. so I wonder if in a paid league if I would be different because people are actually paying attention more in a free league you, if you forget you're like eh, whatever but in paid you're like I gotta make my money you know yeah. I gotta set, <laughs> set those lineups believe it or not uh, and even in a paid league depending on the league there's always a like about 20-30% that just quit at in the middle because their team sucks that's you know true I mean? yeah, yeah. yeah 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 but you Give do up. but you the, the guys that play 
they can play. They play. And they're yep. not messing around. Yeah. Right? <laughs> and, and you. So uh, here's the one thing I learned about waivers because most of my leagues I never played waivers. I okay. started playing waivers a couple years ago. I would just pick up a, a, a player every week. Yeah. And that's dumb. If because it's all about waiver position. That's true. It's where you are in yeah, the waiver yeah. wire. Yeah. So you don't pick them up. You don't use your waiver wire position because you want to be at the highest. Mm-hmm. You know, you want to have the top priority. Yeah. So I would just be pick, and I'd be all at the bottom every week. I'm like, <laughs> and all of a sudden this superstar comes out. You know, like yep. guy gets hurt. This guy comes in, like like Herbert. You know what I mean, mm-hmm. or something like that, right? And I would never get the best player because I would pick him up every week like a dummy, right? Yep. But I learned because this is what I did. I asked one of those brothers who's really good. I go, dude, you're always winning. I obviously need to learn something. What is the secret? He said, stop chasing points is the first thing he told me. Okay. I was like, what do you mean? He said, he said dude, just stop chasing points. He's like, look at rankings. And I was like, hmm. So every time I scout a player, I look at the rankings. Then I look at how he's performed. I, yep. I look at everything, right? Yep. And I look at the trend. And I go, okay. So I started looking at rankings versus points. Because anybody can have a big point game one week or whatever. Exactly. It doesn't mean they're going to be consistent, right? Yeah. Another thing I learned is if they're a stud player, like a Michael Thomas or something like mm-hmm. that, and they're injured or they're sucking for the first couple weeks, get them. Because there's always that guy that gets, or that girl that just gets frustrated yeah but like get yeah, drop some off i'm drop them or they want to trade them yep they're always going to end up being back at their ranking they're yeah eventually gonna, yeah eventually yeah. right that was another thing i learned so i would always start tra- like if there's a stud player that is just having a really bad like off yeah. yeah maybe even it could be a whole half a year you know i'll stash them you know i learned that and then i also learned um you know how to play the waiver wire yep i would not pick up a player every single week nope i'd be like do i really need it no Okay, okay. that guy had a pretty good week, but is he going to continue for the next couple weeks? No. Yep. So that way, when that one player that's going to make the difference, that's really good. Um, you know what? I'm getting excited for football season. That's what I'm saying. Because <laughs> like, I always watch these, uh, this, uh, this YouTube channel, uh, this fantasy football guys. Like They do a podcast. They're, they're pretty dope. Um, I'm having my senior moment again. I can't remember their name, but if I do, I'll go. <laughs> fantasy football pros and all that. Um, and, you know... Anyways, um, you know, I, I would always see their waiver tips and all yeah, that. Exactly, you yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're looking, yeah, do some research. Yeah, so they do the research. And I, so I, I feel I'm like that person that if you give me the, the information, I can make a good decision. Yes. yes so um, I do my research and make good decisions. So anyways, that's kind of like my strategies. But with baseball, I always seem to do good because I think that I think the carrying lots of closers because you get good innings mm-hmm. like let's say one pitcher starting pitcher has a really bad game yeah but then you have four closers that pitch one inning and they no runs save yep and a couple strikeouts now the era goes down yeah true right um strikeouts high strikeout pitchers always somehow can can dominate games you mm-hmm. know what i mean the low era low strikeout guys if they have one bad inning it's over for them right? yeah the power pitchers, they can they can pick it up. They can they can be a little off one inning and come back. So, I'm always dominating in strikeouts. I'm always dominating in saves. The ERA is okay. Mm-hmm. The WHIP is very good too. Nice. So I'm just like killing it. Like I dominate pitching categories all the time. Nice. So it just depends on my offense. If I have a, if I have a good offense, and this year I had a really good offense, and I did very little research too. By <laughs> the way, they don't have this big 
Vladimir Guerrero or Tatis Superstar or Acuna Jr. Unfortunately, he got hurt for the season, right? Yeah. But uh, but I have a lot of really good guys that are all with the 20 plus home runs. I mean, that's kind of like the Giants roster, right? Yeah. They don't yeah. have some superstar that's like carrying them. They got like all these guys that yeah. are hitting 15 home runs. I think they're like leading home runs right now, but, but they don't have a guy that's at like 30. They're all at there 15, 15, 15. So yeah, I like I like. That's how I have it. I'm the Giants. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, and so yeah. That, because teams win yeah, championships. Yeah, not just pl- just one guy. Like yeah. you have to have a team dynamic. Yeah, and then sometimes w- um, when you put a bunch of superstars together, the chemistry doesn't match. It's off. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's just off. Like, I wonder what's gonna happen with the Lakers this year. Because yeah, they, they got Westbrook and James and Davis and did they? Oh, and Anthony, right? They picked up Carmelo and. Yeah, Carmelo Anthony. Yeah. I don't know if you saw after he got signed, he went to the gym and he hit like thirty shots in a row. Yeah, it's gonna be weird. But yeah. you know, the thing is, uh, those guys like are older, a little older, and they're kind of injury they prone. Yeah. Especially Anthony Davis. Unfortunately, it just seems like he's injured every year. Mm-hmm. And then LeBron's getting a older. He's still amazing, you know, amazing player, but he's getting injured. So it's gonna be interesting to see if, if they can stay healthy. It'll be interesting. Yeah, that, that's gonna be very interesting. Uh, but see, I appreciate the way Giannis and the Bucks won it better than the way the Lakers won it. Yeah. Because, you know, like I said, I work for the Raiders. My dream was to be a general manager of an NFL, NFL franchise. So you appreciate the true uh, scouting and team building, yeah. uh, the hard way to do it, you know, by drafting players, mm-hmm. by signing free agents, by making smart trades versus, hey, let's get all my best superstar friends, friends together. Yep, and on one team. Yeah, one team. Let's go win. Like, that's the easy way, right? So I just loved it when the Bucks won this year and Giannis is like, I did it the hard way, yeah. and, you know, and when we did it, you know, and it's true, you know, um, they made some good moves. They added Drew Holiday. Yeah, I love Drew Holiday. You know, and he was a big piece. They added PJ Tucker. They mm-hmm. gave him like that toughness, you know, they reminded me kind of the Spurs. Okay. Yeah. I've, I was a Spurs fan growing up and everybody didn't like the Spurs because they were boring, right? Uh, yeah, they were. They yeah. Were. <laughs> you know, Duncan was the big fundamental. Yep. But they weren't flashy, but they were solid basketball players, right? I mean, even the Warriors before the Kevin Durant trade, but like they were, that was homegrown. Yeah, that's homegrown. Draymond, yeah. Draymond Green, Clay Thompson, Curry, like the that big, big three. The big three, that's homegrown. No yeah. one, they didn't trade, like they didn't call up each other. I mean, then they got Kevin Durant, yeah. obviously, but. But that's also a free agent, too. That's true. So you can argue that wasn't like the super team that was built, right? Yeah. Like that was like, he was a free agent. He got to pick wherever he went. So that's still. Mm-hmm. arguably was homegrown and they they were just deep right they yeah. they had good players good um like quality players that came off the bench mm-hmm. and then they were so fun they were fun to watch no i respect the the warriors the yeah. way they did it because they did definitely do it and like they had new ownership and right? they changed they transformed that franchise i, l- I love that too. like most spades and festus azili and like andre yeah. agudawa it's just like so fun to watch because you could pi- yeah sorry Go plug ahead. people in and they were great good agudawa and then bogut i don't know if you remember yes, when they Andrew signed bogut, bogut. yeah yep. They needed that big man. They mm-hmm. brought in Bogut and he was, you know, he had played for Milwaukee for a while and he was really good, but just was always on bad teams. Yeah. And then he came in and there you go. Yep. Yeah. So the Warriors and the Spurs, they did it homegrown That's and the fun. old Lakers. Yes. Except that Paul, Paul Gasol trade. That's a little sus. <laughs> that was a little sketchy because the Shaq had just left. Kobe yeah. needed his big man and all of a sudden. They traded Paul Gasol for a bag of chips and a sandwich, and the Lakers went on to win a couple more championships. Yeah, right? but the Spurs, 
the way they did it was probably they had a big three too right yeah they had uh manu ginobili tony parker and tim duncan yep and they were the first to go internationally they were the ones that started this whole international thing Mm -hmm. they found parker in france ginobili in argentina and they always would draft like these international players and then and then Nowitzki comes along, and now it's all about international players. It's awesome, yeah. You know I mean, Luca. I love Luca. Luca's awesome. I mean, even uh, Giannis. Yeah, Giannis, another guy, Greece. You yep. Know? Uh, you know, originally from Africa, obviously, but he's Greek. You know, raised and all that. You know, and it's he, fun. They call him the Greek freak, and you know, if it weren't for the Spurs, who knows if Giannis would have got a shot? Who yeah. knows if Luca? You know, that whole international thing started with them. And they were a dynasty for a while. Yeah, they you were. Know what I mean, but but I liken the the current Bucks to the Spurs because they have the big the big man. Mm-hmm. So Giannis is like Duncan. Yeah. Right. And then they have like you know the homegrown players that they have. Yep. And then they started you know through smart trades and free agency and so PJ Tucker. So the Spurs were kind of like a soft team. They said. Mm-hmm. Then they got Rodman. Yeah. Gave him that, and then they got um, Robert Ory. And he gave him that kind of like toughness, you know what I mean? Yeah. So the Spurs also needed uh, the Bruce Bowen, that like kind of like that like defensive guy, you know, that that would annoy the other team. And yeah. So that's what PJ Tucker was like the toughness, like mm-hmm. the rebounding, the you know. So I think I liken him to the Spurs, like they built it the hard way, they drafted yeah, it's more fun that way. Mm-hmm. It's fun to like, I don't know, it's it's just more fun to watch them be like, oh the superstars won yay like you just went out and bought a bunch of you know guys and oh cool yeah i think the younger generations they kind of they that's what they're used to you know but that's not the way it was when i was growing up and that's not the way it should be because that's that's what competition is about right yeah exactly. who's got the best scouting team who's got the best organization who can develop players now it's just who's got more the most money yeah or who's got the star player that went to or who did the star player player want to play for yeah Basically, who does LeBron want to play for? Yeah. Because you know? he went from there to Miami. Actually, his championship he won when he went back to Cleveland with Kyrie. Yeah. That was done the right way. Yeah. Because Kyrie and LeBron were both drafted by the by the Cavs. And when they came back and they beat, unfortunately, the Warriors. Yeah. Right? That was crazy. You know, that was a crazy. I was happy. I mean, I was happy for the city of Cleveland. Yeah, that was perfect for cleveland yeah it's good for them but you know whatever yeah. Warriors <laughs> came back yeah won. i mean but now it's happening everywhere the brooklyn mm-hmm. created a super team yep. with durant Kyrie, and harden yeah uh now you got the lakers with russ ad and lebron but they are mm-hmm. older right uh wh- what's another is there another super team out there yes the the clippers right well the clippers got they ca- got uh Kawhi. Kawhi and um by the way Kawhi is a former spur too yeah, that's true. That's Wait. that's what I was thinking. It was yeah. Kawhi, Parker, and Duncan. Well, no, Tim after, Duncan. after Manu, Duncan, and... Uh, and Well, first they had David Robinson, yeah. Tim Duncan, Avery Johnson, uh, or Tony Parker, and, and yeah. Manu. And then it was Kawhi, Duncan, and Parker, yes. and all them, right? Uh, but look, the, the Spurs drafted Kawhi. And everyone thought who is this Kawhi guy mm-hmm. he's arguably the greatest player in the nba right now he's great because he won a championship with with san toronto. antonio toronto and he almost wanted went to the championship with the clippers three different teams that's yeah, crazy that is crazy right so you do have kind of a super team in la the clippers both la's, both yeah. LA's. the la lakers seem to have more talent but they're older and yeah. i don't think russ Westbrook has that championship moxie. 
I guess mm. you could say. He's already proven he couldn't do it with KD in and uh, yeah, yeah in Oklahoma City. And Harden. And Harden. He couldn't do it with Harden. Because they were all three there in yeah. OKC. That's crazy. That that was nuts. That's a home Durant, yeah. Westbrook, and Harden. And yeah. they couldn't win. Three MVPs. But they were also very young. Yeah. Imagine if they had stayed together. Because yeah, right it now. took Giannis eight years, right? Imagine if they had stayed together. I mean, who knows how many championships right. that team would have won. I don't even know how you keep those three stars together. They had like Ibaka, right? Yeah, they had Ibaka. Oh, my gosh. Like th- they were solid. The and Warriors just crushed them every yeah. time. <laughs> the Warriors <laughs> took all their... That's what it was. It was. It was the Warriors. Mm-hmm. It, was, it, was, it was the Splash Brothers that they took... They smoked them every time. It's crazy. Hey, you guys heard it here first on the Bus Seekers. It's the Splash Brothers and the Warriors' fault that the Oklahoma City dynasty got broken up. Well, actually, no, because Harden got traded. I don't know why the heck they traded yeah, Harden. That's weird. Well, even the Houston Rockets, they had Paul Harden, and they couldn't win either. Yeah. Being a champion and being a superstar are two different things. Definitely. It's a different muscle. It's a different mindset. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I don't know. Maybe Russell proved me wrong in L.A. We'll see. I know Carmelo's fired up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, and by the way, people forget, in that draft, it was LeBron, Dwayne Wade, and Carmelo. Yep. Same draft. Now LeBron and Carmelo are on the same, same team. team. Wade's already out of he the league. He retired, yeah. But he's already won championships, too. Yeah, he, he's you know. fine. Yeah. And uh, arguably, Wade was the best player out of that draft in the beginning. Yeah. Uh, and if he would have continued to play, uh, maybe he could have been, you know, neck and neck with LeBron, right? But in the beginning, he was the best player. And I remember he took a little Marquette to the final four and that's where everyone knew this guy's going to be a, a stud mm-hmm. right and then now shoot was 2003 so it's 18 years later 18 19 18 19 seasons later that's now crazy. lebron and <laughs> carmelo on the same, same team, team going for a championship yeah it's gonna be an interesting season for sure i'm excited yeah. for all these um seasons to, yeah. to start up again we got you know basketball football hockey yeah. everything coming in a couple months yeah i'm actually really excited for football and then you get playoff baseball Yes, in October. October's gonna be fun. Yeah, and then next year you have a World Cup coming. Yeah, so we're so. Gonna, we're gonna have a good amount of sports coming up to talk about. Yeah, that's exciting. I'm super fired up. Um, football season, uh, just talking about, is getting me excited. Yeah. You know, I think I think we got we're good for this 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 podcast. Yeah, we took a weird route, but yeah. <laughs> I'm glad I'm happy with what we came up with. Uh, we're both big sports fans. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, football season starting up baseball playoff seasons coming up yeah. by the way both teams in the bay area could end up in yeah. the world series the giants yes uh i'm not a fan of either i mean i'm a fan of both uh, my team is the texas rangers they stink they've sucked ever since they went to two world series back to back and the giants, giants. whooped us in Woo-hoo. one and then the c- i don't think they've ever recovered oh, from yeah, that that was embarrassing so so <laughs> so the worst was the cardinals one yeah because we got that pitcher, the stud pitcher, I forgot his name, the lefty, and he wasn't supposed to pitch. He wasn't supposed to throw the fastball, and he did. And the guy hits a three-run homer, and oof. we lose. Oof, oof. Anyways. And then the worst was first first World Series ever and it's as a Texas Rangers fan, and it's against the hometown Giants. And all I got to do is walk around San Francisco and hear all these Giants fans. I think I went to that parade, too. And they, the whooped, they whooped us pretty bad. So. It was fun. Anyways. Good um, times. Yeah. Good times. Well, yeah. <laughs> anyways, I think this was a good show. Yeah. By the way, if you're new, thank you. Please subscribe. Smash the like button. Hit the notification bell. Any last words, Jess? No. Um, I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you know you want to join some leagues, fantasy football leagues, leave them in the comment down below and 
Maybe we can get a league going. Yeah. Bliss Seeker League. Let us know, right? Yeah, yeah there you go. <laughs> hey, you called it here. There's going to be a Bliss Seeker League. It might not be this year. Hopefully it is, but maybe next year. Yeah. We'll have a Bliss Seekers League. Exactly. For some big money and some crazy competition. Yeah. Anyways, guys, thank you guys so much for tuning in. And as always, follow, follow your, your bliss. bliss. Thank you guys so much for tuning into the podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. Our goal, as always, is to become the number one podcast in the world. And uh, make sure to subscribe if you haven't done so already. Make sure you share this with three of your friends. And if you like our song, our intro song, please check out my good friend, uh, Maroni Silva's band, A Dead Desire, on YouTube. That song is called The Mantra. Thanks again for tuning in, and we'll catch you guys on the next one. And as always, follow your bliss.